Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? I'm happy because we have a new storyteller to introduce you to. She's from Germany and her name is Simona Schummelfieder. And she's going to tell you a story from the Brothers Grimm, who collected traditional tales in Germany over 200 years ago. And they wrote them down so that we can still enjoy them today. And this story is a song story. It has a little song in it. So, just before we start this tale, I wonder if you can think of another story you might know or like, which has a little song in it. Here's one to get you started. How about... Orange tree, grow and grow and grow. Orange tree, orange tree, grow and grow and grow. Stepmother is not real mother. Orange tree. Have a little think about which other songs you know from Super Great Kids Stories while we have a quick chat with the grown-ups. Ready? Off you go. Super Great Kids Stories is now available on Story Button. It's a device that makes it easy for your kids to listen to our podcast without using a screen. Story Button connects to Wi-Fi so that all our episodes are automatically available. Visit storybutton.com and enter code SUPERGREAT10 at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Hello, Super Great Kids, I'm back. I wondered which song stories you remembered. Do you remember Jack and the Two-Headed Giant? Grandma, make a Johnny Cake, Jack is coming. Yep, there's that one. Or Kokioko Osamba. Do you remember that from Buki Dances the Kokioko? Kokioko Osamba. Now I dance, now I dance. Anyway, I'll be quiet. And there's the Swedish story told by Emily Hennessy, Troll Mother and the Humans, with that song which ends, Oh, I, 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 puff. Oh, I, 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 puff. Oh, I, 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 puff. And there is the Anansi story, Anansi and the Hot Pepper Soup. Remember that one? La, 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 la. Anyway, I'll be quiet now. I wonder which is your favourite song from the stories. But right now, are you sitting comfortably? Am I sitting comfortably? Then let's give a warm welcome to our new storyteller, Simone. Hello, my name is Simone, Simone Schimmelfeder. I'm a storyteller from Germany, and today I want to share a story with you. I grew up surrounded by stories, because where I lived, it's very close to the fairy tale road 
where the Brothers Grimm collected all those fairy tales that we still know today. Not far from the house where I grew up, there was Sleeping Beauty's castle. And the forest next to my house, they say that's where Hansel and Gretel went when they met the witch. But today I want to share with you another story that was a favourite story for me as a child. And it is the elves and the shoemaker. Now in winter, it gets really, really cold in Germany. And when I was a little girl, even then, it got much, much colder than it does today. Now, my mum made it very nice and cosy for us because it was hard for us to get up in the morning and go to school in the cold. So she made hot chocolate and she would play a tape with music and songs and poems and, of course, stories. And there I was, drinking my hot chocolate and listening to the elves and the shoemaker. And this is the story. Es war einmal vor langer, langer Zeit. That means once upon a time, a long, long time ago. Do you want to try it? Es war einmal vor langer, langer Zeit. Very good. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, there was a shoemaker. And he was very poor, even though he was working so hard. In fact, he was getting poorer and poorer, so that one day he only had one piece of leather left to make shoes with. He cut the leather into the size of the shoes and he put it down on his work table in his workshop. Then he blew out the candle and he went upstairs to lie down and sleep and finish the shoes in the morning. But that night he had a heavy heart and it was hard for him to fall asleep because he was worried. What would happen? Would the people buy the shoes? And if they didn't buy the shoes, he would have no money to buy more leather. He would have no money to buy food for himself and his wife. In the morning, he went downstairs to finish the shoes. But he saw when he came to his workbench, the leather was gone. Instead, there were two shoes standing on the workbench. And he picked them up and he looked at them and he went, Amazing. Those were the most beautiful shoes he had ever seen. There were stitches on them so small and so neat. He'd never seen anything like it before. They were a masterpiece. And as the shoemaker was admiring those shoes, the door to his workshop opened and in walked a customer looking for shoes. And the customer saw the shoes in the shoemaker's hands and he wanted to have them. And he wanted to have them so badly that he actually paid much more money than he had to. And with this money, the shoemaker bought enough leather not for one pair of shoes, but for two pairs. And that evening he cut the leather to size for the two pairs of shoes, he put it out on his workbench, and he went upstairs, this time falling asleep with a smile on his face and hope in his heart, because things were looking up for him. In the morning, though, when he came down into his workshop, he saw again there was two pairs of shoes now finished on his workbench. And he picked them up and he looked at them. They were even more beautiful than the first pair. And word spread. People came to the shoemaker to buy his beautiful shoes. And he got so much money that he could buy leather not for two pairs of shoes, but for four pairs of shoes. 
And that evening he cut the leather to size. He went upstairs to bed. And in the morning, when he came down, the shoes were already made. And so it went on. Word spread, and that shoemaker was no longer poor. In fact, he became quite rich. Now one evening, the shoemaker was cutting leather to size again for his shoes to work on them in the morning. And he turned around and he said to his wife, Wife, I wonder who it is who's helping us so much. I wonder who it is who made us rich. Do you know what we're going to do? We stay up tonight and we hide and we see who is helping us. And the wife liked that idea. She lit a candle and together with her husband, she hid in the corner of the room where they had clothes hanging up to dry. And behind those clothes they hid and they waited. When the clock struck midnight, the door opened and in walked two little elves. They were very small, but they had no clothes, no clothes whatsoever. They ran across the cold stone floor. They jumped onto the workbench. They picked up the needle and the thread and the little hammer and they started to work. They made the shoes. Now the shoemaker looked at them and he could see how fast they were working with their little fingers flying along, neat, beautiful stitches. And in no time at all they were finished. And they jumped off the workbench and they ran across the cold stone floor out into the night. Now the wife said to the husband, My husband, those elves, they have made us rich. But look at them. They have no clothes. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give them a present. I'm going to make two pairs of trousers, two shirts, two vests, two coats, and I'm going to knit them two pairs of lovely little socks. You can help too. You can make shoes for them. Not your big shoes, but the tiny shoes for our friends. Let's do that. The shoemaker agreed. So the next day, they closed the workshop, they closed the shop. And the whole day they worked on the clothes for their friends. In the evening, the shoemaker did not put out any leather for them to work on. But they put out on the workbench the trousers, the socks, the vests, the shirts, the coats, and the tiny pairs of shoes for the elves. And then again, they lit a candle and they hid behind the clothes in the corner and they waited. When the clock struck midnight, the door opened and in came the little elves. Still with no clothes on, they ran across the cold stone floor. They jumped onto the workbench. And there, they were astonished to see there was no leather for them to work on. And then they saw the clothes and they understood that they were for them. And they put them on and they started to dance. And they started to sing. Sind wir nicht Knaben, glatt und fein? Was sollen wir länger, länger, länger schuster sein? Sind wir nicht Knaben, glatt und fein? Was sollen wir länger, länger, länger schuster sein? Now we are boys so fine to see. Why should we longer cobbler, cobblers be? A cobbler is another word for shoemaker. Now would you like to join in? Would you like to sing that song with me and dance like the elves? Okay, 
Now we are boys so fine to see. Why should we longer cobblers, cobblers be? Well done. Thank you for joining in. Now from that day on, the elves did not return to the workshop. But the shoemaker and his wife, they were happy ever after. And in German you say, at the end of a fairy tale, Und wenn sie nicht gestorben sind, dann leben sie noch heute. And if they haven't died, they're still alive today. Sind wir nicht Knaben, glatt und fein? Was sollen wir länger, 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 länger Schuster sein? Sind wir nicht Knaben, glatt und fein? Was sollen wir länger, 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 länger Schuster sein? Thank you very much, Simona, for sharing that story with us. I really like that little song, didn't you? And the opening and ending in German. So here's my question. Do you think that the elves ever returned to the shoemaker's shop? Or I wonder what you think they did next? Well, you could make up a story about what happened to the elves once they got their fancy clothes. If you liked that story, you might want to listen to another Super Great Kids Grimm's Tale, like The Spinning Sisters. Or there's another story about elves told by Chris Bostock, a white bear for the king. Now, lots of you have joined our Owlets Club, so it's time to dip deep into our bag of happies and say thank you and hello to some new Owlets. And hello to Fender, who is seven, from San Marcos in Texas. Fender's favourite story is Baba Yaga. And over to Somerset in the UK now, and hello and welcome to five-year-old Zara. Zara loves listening with mum and dad in the morning and on long car journeys. Her favourite story is Gulbaha, an Iranian version of Rapunzel, told by Seth Townsend. I really like that one too, Zara. And, and welcome to Willa, who lives in Minneapolis in the US who says, we love your stories. Well, that's very nice. Thank you, Willa. And let's head down to Denver in Colorado now to say hello to new owlet Jonas, who is seven years old. His favourite story is Anansi and Tiger Fat, and he listens to the stories every day. Well done, Jonas. And a big hello and hoot to Calvin, who is also seven and lives in Scottsdale in Arizona. Calvin's favourite story is The Luck Child, told by the amazing Jason Buck. And let's head now to New Zealand to say hello to Violetta, who is four. She listens to super great kids' stories while in her bath or on long car journeys. Her favourite stories are How the Leopard Got Its Spots and The Ghost of the Bloody Finger. She particularly likes stories told by Toop and Kate. And hello to Caleb, who recently turned five. He listens to at least 
three super great kids stories every day. He especially likes a Nancy and any story by Toop. Wow, Caleb, you are a super fan. And hello also to your twin sisters, Mary and Sierra, who are two. Let's go to the Gold Coast in Australia now to say hoo-hoo-hoo and hello to Owlet Reuben, who will soon be seven. Reuben's favourite story is Molly and the Skeleton. Ooh, very scary, Reuben. Well done. And here is my Pick of the Week picture. Two beautiful pictures sent in by Vivian, who is nine, from New River, Arizona. Vivian has drawn the dancing birch trees with the girl dancing with the tree, and they're both swirling under the stars. Just magical. And your picture of the greedy parrot and the cat with all the lovely details is just great. I love it where you've shown us the enormous cat with his mouth open wide, wide as he prepares to swallow yet another tasty friend. Very imaginative and all drawn in such bright story colours. Thank you for sharing these. More Owlet Welcomes next week. And thanks to all of you who are subscribing to our podcast. If you subscribe on Patreon, the lowest tier is £3 a month, less than $4. If you'd like to join our club on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, you'll hear our stories advert-free. And if you pay for the next tier up, you'll get ad-free, plus over 35 bonus stories and at least 20 super great scary stories. For more information, go to our new look website at supergreatkidsstories.com. That's it for this week. Have a happy time singing your favourite story song. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in fabulous Fitzrovia in London. Thank you.